So it's it's weird. I'm not used to Zoom. No, this is uh, it's, it's we're back remote. There'll be Bowie sounds in the back. He is chewing on his bone as we speak, so that may may filter through. <laughs> you guys are making a podcast. for this so welcome to the podcast nobody asked for with me ian harry's me graham jones and this week for would we say era defining change um, we are once... that's a big statement it's a big it's a, a big, very big statement but like like we kind of like like we said last episode it's unless something goes horrifically wrong <laughs> this is the this is the status quo now yeah um, but also, let's not, you know, let's not tempt fate. <laughs> let's not tempt fate, no. It's, it's good. There will still be episodes. I mean, I didn't actually say what the change was. Uh, we are now recording over Zoom because I have finally moved out of Graham's spare room. It was all, all after the, um, the Robot Wars comment. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> yeah, we realised we were too in sync that the, the, the wedding next year was going to be in jeopardy. <laughs> but yeah, so we're, we're back. We're back remote. There will obviously be episodes in person again at some point in the, in the future. But mm. it's nice. This is, this is how we started. Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's uh, not actually, technically it's not. We started here. Oh, good point. Yeah. We did, we did start in your, in your living room yep. as far away from each other as we could get. Without any kind of sound dampening materials whatsoever. Oh, God. And not looking at each other either. <laughs> Look at us. We were so we were so young and naive yes. when we started the podcast. Which brings us on to the topic of today's episode. So today we are going to be talking about our top three movie characters who should start a podcast. Because we are movie fans and we have a podcast. We seem to I don't want to say we're experts on two subjects, but we're at least in the orbit of them. Yeah, orbit of experts. Orbit of know. experts. That that sounds like a wanky podcast. It does. Yeah, it, it'll be it'll be like a business one. Or where they talk about pivoting all the time. A better name for a TV show that I had the misfortune of watching on Saturday for the first time ever. Uh, have you heard of the Wheel? No. So I mean, I've I heard was... of the Wheel, as in, as in the technology. The concept. Yeah, I was I was over at my uh, family's at the weekend, and let's say they have differing tastes of what they watch as Saturday night entertainment. And they had the wheel on, which is a game show which features Michael McIntyre, seven celebrity experts, and okay. uh, three members of the public. There's a wheel, spinning wheel downstairs, with the three members of the public on it. They spin around, and at random, one of them pops up. Then there are <laughs> seven. Are we, so just just to so the wheel. Are we talking? Is it hamster wheel setup or is it wheel it's of fortune setup? Wheel of fortune setup. Okay. Uh, and then there's another wheel of fortune at the top with the seven celebrity. Okay. Uh, using inverted commas for both celebrity and expert. Yeah. They are then around the. This is why I'm all bit of experts because technically these are experts and they are orbiting the member of the public in the middle. They pick a category. The expert, obviously, they want it to land on, and then they choose one person they don't want it to land on because they think they're shit at it. And if it lands on the expert, obviously, it's better. If it lands on someone else, they might know the answer. Or if it lands on 
the person they've got rid of, they go back down in the hole and someone else comes up in the, from the hole. And it is really, really shit. Um, but I do think Orbit of Experts is a better name for it than the wheel. Because technically, it's two wheels. It's not the wheel. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, the, the thing I have is, so we don't, I don't, outside of sport, I don't really watch live TV. Absolutely the same. Yeah. yeah. So to find those sh- shitty shows, I have to actively look for them. Yep. And there's no reason. It's like when we were, I was at my parents, got fucking ages ago now, um, turned on uh, ITV and it was like, it was fairly late. And the TV show was a group of minor celebrities mud wrestling a guy they called Muscle Jesus. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought, I for a minute, I, it was a proper Jack and Jill experience. Yeah. I, I assumed I'd logged, I'd logged on. See, there we go. I assumed I turned over to a sketch show. Right. But it wasn't. Interesting. Yeah. So there is no way that I would ever... So just sitting at home and say, oh, what should I search for? I don't know. It's I I want to watch some kind of competitive game show. I've always been into uh Christian imagery and I'm a big fan of mud wrestling. Let's let's just search these keywords and see what comes up. <laughs> so I I've just searched, you know, Muscle Jesus as you do, just to see if there was anything that on it so I could kind of uh, I've came across a t-shirt that is a very muscular Jesus on the cross, flexing his muscles, and the wording on the t-shirt is, Jesus is my spotter. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, all right. Yeah, fuck it. I'm on my work computer. It's at lunch break, but let's search Muscle Jesus Mud Wrestling. (laughs) There's some weird t-shirts here. My muscles pumped by Jesus. Uh, God bless these gains. (laughs) Hallowed. Hallowed be thy gains. Hallowed be thy gains. <laughs> to be fair, that's quite funny. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Uh, there's, there are no keywords of that show that I am willing to Google while yeah. I'm. Ooh, yep. While while I'm on the work VPN. There's a there's a Texas A and M shirt that says Jesus. He had twelve men too. What? <laughs> Who is buying these T-shirts? Americans. <laughs> I think I think is the answer there. Reps for Jesus. <laughs> are there? Are there? Do Do you think there's like the Buddhist equivalent? Uh, possibly. Like I I I I don't know. I don't know what the puns would be, but you know, Buddha is my spotter, kind of thing. Yeah. There is. There is. Yeah. There, there is no evil, but there are gains. I, I'm. I'm. I've been left a little speechless. It's just. This is just it now. Just us sitting in silence while you Google Jesus muscle puns. <laughs> Well, it's not even. There's just so many t-shirts. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. anyway, podcasts. Podcasts. So, as you know, movie characters, as with us, I'm mm. assuming would occasionally get bored. So, decide to release a podcast that becomes awkwardly successful, so they can never stop. What are you listening to now? Uh, can just, can your voice. Briefly... Ah, you're a clever, clever man. <laughs> uh, po- podcast wise, given we're going to be talking about. Yeah, podcasts and movie characters. What are your kind of go-to podcasts now? I say there's three that I listen to every time, um, and that is uh, so from the Rookery End, which is a Watford podcast, um, which is kind of like therapy. 
then... Is is, is every episode just called Maybe Next Time? (laughs) Basically, at the moment, (laughs) basically. Then uh, Off Menu, which, you know, is is not the most uh, niche of choices. It's probably one of the most popular podcasts out there, but love it. James Acaster. James Acaster is my Jesus. (laughs) James Acaster (laughs) is my spotter. And then the most recent one that I've been through the entire back catalogue of and then have just got up to date and I think they've just finished season three of it, which is a bit annoying, is uh, Three Bean Salad. Because yeah. it's just... Uh, Three Bean Salad is one of the best things I've ever listened to. Um, even though you can't really discern which of the three middle-aged white men is speaking at the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. it it it's a, it's a tough... You have to weirdly like train yourself to listen to it. Yeah. Because it is three streams of thought from three people who sound exactly the same. Yeah, and also have very similar like ideologies and sense of humor as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like uh, again, for the for the the first episode I listened to for five minutes, I thought it was Mike Wozniak telling an anecdote, and it turns out it wasn't. Yeah, and I only realized that when Mike Wozniak actually talked. But the same three, so three being salad and socially distant sports bar. Yeah, are kind of my two ones which I will always stay up to date with. Like I will find time in a week to. Well, three being salad, I had the uh, the benefit of having three seasons worth to catch up on, so I basically listened to it nonstop for about a week. And socially distant sports bar, I've been listening to from from the beginning, so. Try to keep up to date with them, and then everything else is kind of just like dipping in and dipping out when I can. Yeah, I find that a lot with like Mark Maron, um, yeah, uh, Richard Herring, yeah, yeah, Richard Herring as well. Uh, obviously, Caged In and Cage Rage. Cage Podcast. What, what is that? What is that? What is it? Podcast. Oh no! Not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! I love my eyes. Okay. Yes, I will drop into. Oh, I, I haven't, haven't haven't said them solely to put the uh, Nicholas Cage podcast jingle in. Yep, but there we go. It's coming. Uh, oh, what... Speaking of jing- speaking of jingles, actually, mm. uh, there was some Nicholas Cage news this week as well. Nicholas Cage news. Yeah. Uh, in that, Nicholas Cage has come out and said he's a goth. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and and doubled down on the the news. I think you were the one who told me about. Yeah. That Nicholas Cage's raven. Yep, calls him an arsehole. Regularly yeah. insults him. So yeah, that, that was that was in the news. Nicholas Cage news this week. A couple of podcasts actually. The Froth. Um, I'll listen to the Rob Gilbert one. Yes, pretty much every episode of that because that's very funny. I did listen to the Lou Through Grounded stuff when that was out. I think he only did the two series in lockdown, and then they, the that's only, kind of finished. The only problem I had with that was I got legitimately worried about him. Oh, well, don't read. I'm about three quarters away through the book that he wrote in lockdown, um, Through yeah. the Keyhole, which is just basically his lockdown diary. Incredible um, pun. It is very good. Yeah, it's. It, I do I do worry about him. <laughs> I think I think he needs... Yeah. Uh, lockdown was particularly hard. And then the last one that I've just picked up and started listening to is Things Fell Apart, which is the new John Ronson one. Okay. So he is taking a look at basically the, I guess... Is that, the, is that Psychopath Test guy? Yeah, he's the guy that wrote the Psychopath Test. He wrote Them. Yeah. He wrote So You've Been Publicly Shamed. I mean, his books yeah. are all great. Um, and he also did the um, 
the butterfly effect podcast which was looking at the impact of the like tube porn sites on the porn industry oh cool which is really interesting because he basically like talks about how he a it got revolutionized and b put loads and loads of people out of jobs yeah. because of what it was previously but uh yeah so this new one that he's doing is looking at kind of the culture of like um i guess the inability for discourse between two opinion uh, differing opinions whereas now it kind of has descended in most cases to shouting yellow matches where no one kind of yeah. listens to the other side it's just this is my opinion this is my opinion no way and he's looking at kind of how we've got to that point i've only just started it. i'm literally like a quarter of the way through the first episode but it's, yeah. um it's an interesting concept and he's a really good sort i mean he he's he's kind of on a i'd say he's on a par with through through just with a bit of a different voice yeah no i'll have to give him a listen i, I yeah i'm i'm a big fan of uh long form interview podcasts mm. so but again they're a lot easier to dive in and out of than a actual serial one serial actually another one that was great serial was great did you ever listen to the lazarus heist no so that was about North Korea nearly stealing a billion dollars worth of uh, digital currency. Oh, cool. Which turned, so it, it started off, the test for it apparently was them, remember the Sony hack? Yeah. Uh, so that was apparently a dry run for this. Oh, interesting. And it's basically government, yeah, I, I like how we're now going after North Korea when we're going to have an episode soon mainly about Scientology. <laughs> it's a basically government-sponsored hacking. Yeah. And it's a load of stuff that I had absolutely no idea about. It's very good. Because that's a BBC Sounds one, I think. Okay, so I think um, that's the John Ronson one is BBC Sounds as well, yeah. as was um, the Louis Threw one. Yeah, guys. It's, uh, it's nearly like funding the BBC is a good idea. <laughs> okay, so shall we... Uh, Shall we stop with the idle chit-chat and go into your movie recommendation nobody asked for? Yes, we can do that. Um, so I was uh, racking my brains about this um, sort of five minutes ago. And um, <laughs> I was thinking, well, look, what's what's the perfect companion for the podcast for podcasts? I guess, you know, I'm, I'm going with antiquated podcasts or as some might call it, radio. <laughs> so I was going to... Um, <laughs> Initially, my first thought was, okay, we'll go with um, War of the Worlds because the original like, oh, yeah. thing was yeah, yeah. a radio play, blah, blah. But then I thought, I can't in good faith recommend that anyone watches War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise because it's shit. So I have decided to go with my favorite fictional radio presenter. And I'm actually going out of normal this week. Normally we go with a movie recommendation. I'm going with a series recommendation. And that would be the entirety of I'm Alan Partridge. Good. Se- season one and two? Yes. Yes. Good. I will. I, you know what? It's our podcast. We set the fucking rules. I will <laughs> allow it. Yeah. But basically on the fact that, you know, I guess he would be. Well, actually, is saying that he does have a podcast. He's got uh, Alan Partridge's uh, From the Oast House, which is his. <laughs> um, Amazon? It's an Amazon thing. Yeah. yeah. Is it Amazon or Audible? No, it's Aud- I think it might be Audible. I thought Audible was Amazon. Oh, it probably everything's Amazon. Anyway, everything's yeah. either Amazon or Elon Musk now, isn't it? Yeah, but or yeah. Squarespace. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I think I'm. I'm Alan Partridge is close to a perfect TV series. I, it's it's so good. I like, there's just... no. I can't think of a poor episode, and I still think of. Well, I mean, I've mentioned the podcast repeatedly. Him, 
narrating the beginning of Spy Who Loved Me, I think, is some of the best TV ever. Yeah. It's got some really good sort of ensemble characters as well. Sally Phillips in it is brilliant. Yes, yeah. And is um, weirdly young in it as well. I mean, obviously, I know it came out a while ago, but obviously seeing her on like Taskmaster recently and then watching old episodes of Alan Partridge, it's, yeah, I mean, she must have been, what, mid-20s or something when that came out? I think so, yeah, yeah. But it's just, oh, God, it's just so fucking good. And again, I could still, like, uh, him getting his foot on a spike. Yep. Uh, him refusing to drive a mini Metro. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what was the, um, is it Cock Piss Partridge as well? The, uh... Uh, Cook, cook Pass Badtridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. I'm going to, I'm going to have rewatched this by the time this episode comes out. <laughs> good, good shout. So, yes. If, if you don't have time mm. for two entire se- British seasons, which is half a so two British seasons is half a US. That's how measurement works. Half an two British is half an old US, an old, a US in old half money. A, ha, half a sitcom US. Yeah, although saying that new sitcoms good place wasn't twenty four episodes. Half a network US. Okay, there we go. So it's only half a network US. Yeah. But if you if two you Alan Partridges watch... is half a Modern Family, basically. Yeah, basically. Which, to be fair, like t- talking, I mean, similar to well, not similar to Three Being Silent, but <laughs> I came to Modern Family very, very late. Yeah. In that, I that's think just because a... you think all families should be two point four children with a heterosexual couple, one boy, one girl. I thought that was you. You were you were very close to just. You could have just left it at two point four children because that was a sitcom. <laughs> it was. It was a very good yeah. sitcom, actually. I, yeah, I think I think all shows should be two point four children. Um, yeah, so I got into it literally a decade after it started airing, and it's very very fun. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So if you don't have time for uh, two seasons of I Man and Partridge, mm. uh, and you want to watch a film, um, is there a film you can think of which may have? some kind of either podcast link or maybe there's an episode out there uh, about it specifically. There is an episode about this movie. Um, it, in fact, it's the most successful episode in this podcast's history. And if you want to go back and uh, add to those numbers, go go do it now. That is, of course, Midsummer, Ariaster's slow-burning Swedish psychological horror movie, which includes wonderful elements such as disemboweled bears and in a deleted scene possibly drowning some people but it never made but it kind of makes sense like that's one of the weird uh, one of the few director cut things that like the director's cut made sense even without the cuts but also there was bits in the non in the theatrical cut that kind of made sense a little bit more when you saw the director's cut i'm rambling but Watch both. Watch both. Watch Derek's cut. Watch the. Uh, watch the. If you haven't got time to, you could still watch the director's cut and the theatrical cut in less time than. Or could you? Just three, six. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it'll be fine. Probably. It's all good. Anyway, yeah, do it. Do it now. Nice. Go. Right. So press play. Watch yeah. it. And scene. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. So uh, that's. That's our film uh, movie recommendations nobody asked for this mm. week. Uh, and then, like we said, it is movie characters who should start a podcast. And I believe the first choice is mine. It is yours. And this, actually, I remember to say, 
my first choice, not my next choice. My next choice. Ah, damn. My first choice is uh, so this is going to be this is going to be a podcast uh, in a similar vein to Three Bean Salad. So I w- I kind of in these choices I went through the kind of podcast that I listened to um, and I tried to kind of broadly figure out what it is I actually like mm-hmm. and a prominent podcast genre for me, which I, I, we we kind of fall into ourselves is just people rambling. People rambling into weird, I don't know, topics like seagull murder. And yeah, Three, three Bean Salad, like, like, we, like we touched on, was uh, I enjoyed that far too much. There's, I th- I, I'd say there's a lot of elements of like improv to a degree with it as well, which is, which is good fun. And I just, it's, it's very rarely that you, so you, you get it with music, you get it with films, um, but sometimes you stumble across. So actually, the the most recent example is uh, over the weekend. I watched a film called Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes, mm. and it's a Japanese film. It is filmed in one continuous take, and it is about a cafe owner who realizes his TV upstairs and the TV downstairs have a delay of two minutes, which means you can see into the past. Right, okay. And it's fucking insane. But not only is it fucking insane, but it is like it was created specifically for me. <laughs> like, it's a kind of three bean salad is quite similar to that. And like, it is so my thing. Yeah. It's like, it's like they got in a room and thought, hey, let's try and make a podcast that Ian would really like. And then that's what came out of it. So I thought, what movie characters are weird enough or kind of quirky enough to be able to do a podcast where you would just enjoy the weird shit that ends up coming out of their mouth? So for that, I have decided to go to 2004's Napoleon Dynamite. Nice. Uh, And obviously, I mean, I shouldn't have to say it, but Napoleon Dynamite from Napoleon Dynamite. Because he's... It, this was another film where, like, I always forget just how big it was. Yeah, it was huge, wasn't it? It was one of those ones. I think, I think I said to you, I can't remember if we spoke about it on an episode or not, but there was someone put up on Twitter as like, "What's the most DVD of DVDs?" Um, and yeah. there were a few that were thrown out there, like Fight Club, Donnie Darko, like Napoleon Dynamite's another one up there that that from that kind of era, like a, a lot of people had that DVD. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I don't know whether it was just because it was like a, such like a seismic shift in... There hadn't really been comedy like that before. No, I don't think... It was certainly not like American comedy, I don't think. It's quite... Yeah. It was very dry and surreal and a lot more like a, like a British-style comedy, but set in America. Yeah. But it's just fucking brilliant, and it is so weird, and... Yeah, I still, I still think I quote it quite regularly. Yeah, without it's one of those ones that has seeped into my lexicon without me realizing it. So the amount of times as I come back to people, I will just say, "Your mum goes to college." Yeah, and it was only it was only relatively recently that uh, someone posted the clip, and I realized, "Oh, that's from that's from Napoleon Dynamite." Do so. Whilst I agree, I think it would be quite interesting to hear uh, Napoleon's ramblings and, and whatnot. Do we not 
worry um you know thinking i'm thinking of current events with like the the whole joe rogan thing and spotify and everything and do we not think this is going to become a bit too politicized you know given his um campaigning for pedro uh, so i i i think there might be a little bit of pedro pedro bias yeah uh which is obviously a difficult thing um out of context that sounds horrible <laughs> like this 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 isn't going to be the audiogram we put online of just me talking about pedro bias yeah so that there might there might be but i also think because he is so weird no one will take anything he says at face value so i I don't think you'll get some of the rogan issues because if pedro says he's taking anti-worming medicine for covid you're just gonna laugh yeah the the sad thing is, is we should be laughing at joe rogan as well (laughs) <laughs> yeah, fucking Lawrence. Yeah, let, Lawrence let's Fox. go full political. Lawrence Fox has COVID. Yeah, he's he's eating the horse worming stuff as well, isn't he? Oh, classic. <laughs> but yeah, so Napoleon Dynamite. I I just think it would. I think it would work. I, I I I did have a look through some others, but I couldn't find. I realized that I was trying to find someone that was like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, that makes sense. Because if you just search strange movie characters, it comes up with Edward Scissorhands, who doesn't talk. Yeah. Like Benjamin Button, and then Psychopaths. Mm. And as good as that would be, I just want to hear, like, there would be an hour and a half episode of him talking about Ligers. Yeah. What would you, um? I mean, would you say it's just him or are you going to go down the three bean salad route of where there's three people that we can't really discern as whether it's uh, napoleon or not yeah so it's so it's a it's a difficult one so the i don't think it would just be him but i'm not sure whether it would be like a guest approach or have him pedro and deb or maybe him pedro and kip yeah keep it in the dynamites but in, in terms of format i would it would entirely be ripping three bean salad off so i think each each episode would have a subject yeah it's napoleon dynamite talking about that subject with and he won't have researched it not because he's into improvising but because he thinks he's a genius he thinks he doesn't have to (laughs) research into them so it's like accidental three bean salad accidental three bean salad is the perfect phrase for it that would go on the marketing material yeah. Graham Jones of the podcast nobody asked for says it is accidental three bean salad. I'd be quite happy with that. Yeah, I just, it just it just seems to make sense, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. But yeah, so N- N- Napoleon Dynamite. I I think it would just be. I I don't know what I I would call it. I I think it would just be it'll be like Liger or something. Yeah, but Napoleon's vote, vote for- ex- Napoleon's explosive opinions. Just because yeah. dynamite explodes. Uh, see what we did there. I like yeah. it. Uh, just vote for dynamite. Yeah. I'd, I'd yeah. Let's go. Let's go with that. It's going to be called vote for dynamite. Yeah. Napoleon Dynamite on a weekly basis picks a random subject supplied to him by his guests or that Kip finds on the internet, and then he talks through it. And I just think it would be so batshit crazy. I would lap up every word of it. <laughs> So, my first choice is, um, so I'm kind of going down the intellectual route here, and I kind of wanted to have a series of podcasts that are doing, I guess, a bit of a deep dive into 
the human psyche um and from the point of view of not only an expert in the field this guy is a um forensic psychiatrist but also with his experiences so he's also someone who has been locked up for quite some time um and even whilst locked up <laughs> I know, I know where this is going. <laughs> Even whilst locked up, uh, was able to help, you know, uh, contribute towards the solving of, of some serious crimes that were, were taking place. Um, so I'm, of course... Fozzie Bear. <laughs> Fozzie Bear, yeah. So I'm, of course, talking about um, our good friend, Dr. Hannibal Lecter, in his podcast series, Hannibal's Lectures. Oh! <laughs> oh, fuck me! <laughs> that is... That is good. <laughs> that's I'm not I'm not I'm I'm uh, bravo, sir. <laughs> obviously, yeah. the immediate question after this, and mm. ap- apologies for bringing the podcast back onto the subject of anus elasticity. <laughs> How does he get the microphone in? <laughs> oh, this would be part of um, so his. Uh... You know, kind of like the bargaining chips with Clarice ah, through okay. the film. I'll scratch your back, you'll scratch mine kind of thing. Yeah, I'll scratch your back, you bring me a uh, blue Yeti. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, okay, that makes that makes sense. Okay, so yeah, so she's going to... There's going to be no smuggling of a micro, so it's not a covert podcast. No, it's not a covert podcast. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, we're, we're fully... I mean, he's gone full branding, right? Hannibal's lectures is... Yeah. We're not disguising who it is. We'll, we'll obviously go with um, Anthony Hopkins' Lecter. I didn't realise, but apparently Brian Cox played Hannibal yes. Lecter. Yes, Manhunter, yes. I think. Manhunter, 86. Brian Cox is amazing. I've just finished, I've just got up to date with Succession. And A, it's one of the best things I've ever watched. And B, Brian Cox as uh, Logan Roy is the best person at delivering the phrase fuck off to the point that there is a... Three, I think it's about a three and a half minute supercut of all the times he says fuck off in succession. And it's nice. just brilliant. But um, yeah, we'll go Anthony Hopkins, Hannibal Lecter delivering the um, delivering the podcasts. And yeah, I think we'll go, you know, there's a couple of ways you can do it. I think he'd probably go down. I think this is probably going to be a true crime podcast, realistically. Yeah. Each episode kind of focusing on a case and him using not only his experience as a forensic psychologist but also his experience as a cannibal cannibal <laughs> so it's also a cooking to... podcast yeah it's also a cooking podcast that'll be that'll be the bonus episodes yeah that's that's so... his he goes off menu style for the uh for the yeah. bonus episodes so he'll, he'll have he'll have his ted bundy episode yeah. and then the next episode is fillet of brain how best to cook a heart yeah. with jeffrey Dahmer. but uh but yeah the episodes will write themselves I think you get a lot of a uh, lot of listeners. Obviously, great bargaining chip for for Clarice and the FBI. So hopefully, it helps them solve a few more murders. There's, I guess, also the potential that he might even do a podcast about an ongoing investigation, which probably wouldn't be ideal, but also feels like the kind of thing that he would do. And I mean, a lot of people are going to listen into that. Yeah, I do. I do like a good true crime podcast. I listen to again, kind of. It's uh, dipping in and out of podcasts, but Crime Junkie is really good. Okay. It gives you a good overview of everything rather than going massively in detail. Right. But also doesn't feel like it's just scratching. It's got kind of the level between the two. Very, very good. There's also an Australian one called Phoebe's Fall. Okay. Which is about this one case and it is fascinating. 
And it basically sounds like this guy got away with murder because his dad was a judge. Oh, wow. Yeah, strongly recommend that. Yeah, the Aaron Hernandez one is really interesting. The... Just because uh, Gladiator. Yeah. Boston, Boston Globe. Herald? Glo- is it Globe? Is it Globe or Herald? Might be either. No, it's, it's Globe. It's Globe. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I listened to one a while back called Happy Face, which is about a guy who was the Happy Face killer. He was like a trucker and... His thing was like drawing smiley faces on the letters he was leaving yeah. police and stuff. It's it's kind of like you're as weird as this sounds, but I guess it is a thing now. Your kind of standard serial killer podcast. But the really interesting thing about it is his daughter is doing the investigation. Yeah, she had like lived through a lot of what was happening when she but didn't necessarily know everything. And then at the end of the podcast, she kind of sits down with her dad whilst obviously in prison and, and interviews him, um, which adds a really kind of you know, interesting element to a obviously quite morbid story. Yeah. Have you listened to Confronting OJ? No. So that is... Oh, fuck. Uh, I think it's Ron Goldman's sister. Right. But basically, it's hosted by someone who's related to one of the people OJ Simpson allegedly murdered. Right, okay. And it's fascinating because very few times do you, like what you just said with the, the happy face one, very few times do you get the insight into it like that. Very, very interesting and kind of makes you see a side of it you wouldn't necessarily have before. Yeah, it's and with the happy face one, similar is interest, like, you know, she talks about, like, stains she would see on the ceiling when she was a young child and thought it was weird but also didn't think anything of it and then obviously with hindsight realizes it was blood and stuff it's really like messed up but like i say it's it's interesting to get that viewpoint of um yeah yeah which is i mean obviously everything that happened is horrific and harrowing in it in and of itself but being related like knowing that your dad did all of that must be you know equally horrific well not, maybe not equally horrific but horrific it's gonna that mess was... you up yeah there was someone you know what i'm i'm gonna future ian this okay because i don't want to get this wrong so future ian who was it that upon listening to a podcast found out their real dad was a notorious serial killer good eve future ian here okay so not not found out her dad, but a comedian called Maggie Mayfish, while listening to My Favourite Murder, decided to ask her uncle, who was doing their family tree, whether they were related to Albert Fish. And the uncle said, yes, yes you are. So basically, because she listened to this podcast, she found out that she was a direct descendant of a cannibalistic child murderer from the late 19th century so a uh, little bit of little bit of history there but you know murder. that's interesting yeah <laughs> one other really really good one true crime is s-town which is obviously from the people that did serial i don't know if you listened to it or not. yes s-town was fucking weird but the uh the the left turn after like episode was like one and a half episodes in and it just goes completely uh... but it, it's interesting because like while you're listening to it you aren't I still don't know if it's true crime yeah I suppose not like, you get what I mean like it's <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It, there, there is nothing <laughs> quite like it yeah Death in Ice Valley is very good as well okay which is this woman's body was found burnt uh in like the Norwegian fjords yeah 
and then they found like fake ID and stuff like that. And I think this was in the 70s or 80s and they still don't know who she was. Jeez. Uh, but they think it's all like spy shit. Okay. So it's all uh, all very interesting. But true crime, I, I think it became uh, something with true crime exploded a couple of years ago. I think Serial was up there. My Favourite Murder is another one that like a lot of people... I've not really got into it, but it's one that's very popular. The first... The first couple of, I listened to it for a bit and it was good, but then it seemed to. We've talked, we've talked about this in in other kind of contexts, but they seem to buy into themselves, right? And then, I don't know. They just like that. There, there has to be a level with, for me at least, there has to be a level of true crime, or where you're talking about true crime, where you have to appreciate it's real. Yeah, like it's you're talking about real event, like real actual people, horrible events. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you can. There's you know you can be funny with it. Yeah, but it's not funny. Mm. And I, my my favorite murder for me at least kind of missed the mark a little bit. And then they also did a couple of cases. I was familiar. Oh, that sounds like I'm gonna <laughs> say I killed someone. Um, <laughs> they did a couple of cases I was familiar with. Yeah, and they'd clearly hadn't read or understood it properly right and it was just like well if they haven't done it with this there's a good chance they haven't done it with the others yeah and but at least they never figured out it was you that's exactly yeah yeah <laughs> i was i was podcasting at the time um, but yeah look as, as you mentioned like true crime is out there it's one of the probably most popular genres of podcasts who better to host a new true crime podcast than not only an expert, someone who wouldn't, you know, leave any stones unturned, like your My Favourite Murder critiques there. And also someone who is um, not only an expert from yeah, from a theoretical point of view, but from a practical point of view as well. Pra- practical experience is often underrated. <laughs> yeah. So, look, that's it. And I won't lie, I'm very proud of the name. So we're going to go with Hannibal's Lectures. Oh, yeah. We talked about this for a good 15 minutes. And (laughs) really, the argument is, what a fucking pun. (laughs) My next choice, then. And this is an interesting one for me, because both the the fictional in-movie universe version of it would be incredible, Mm. but also, like, the non-fiction out-of-universe podcast version of it would also be incredible. So, this is this is a film we've mentioned, I think, several times. Um, we have had meals based on this film. Because mm-hmm. um, when you think of <laughs> tear-jerking at 32,000 feet... I'm glad you said... I'm glad you said tear. <laughs> I'm more of a 40,000 feet man. That's a, that's a hell of a foot fetish. <laughs> hey... Call me Quentin. So, I'm of course talking about 2014's Chef. Chef. So, Chef is about... Chef is about Chef. Mm. Chef is about Chef Carl Casper, who is played by John Favreau, who for a brief moment I thought already had a podcast. Right. But he doesn't. John Favreau does. So, Barack Obama had a speechwriter called John Favreau. And he has a podcast, not John Favreau. So John Favreau rather than John Favreau. I think we had this discussion before because I was reading the Obama um, sort of memoirs from his time in the White House, and he mentions John Favreau on a number of occasions. 
and I did have to look it up to make sure that John Favreau wasn't just um, a talented director, writer, and chef, Auteur. Um, but yeah. also uh, a, a speech writer. Yeah, but it turns out different guy. Yeah. So we will first address this from a non-fiction perspective, so we can get that conversation out of the way. Chef led to the Netflix show The Chef Show. Yep. And the chef show is John Favreau and Roy Choi. Roy Choi, Chef Roy Choi of Kogi Truck fame. Of Kogi Truck fame, just cooking food and occasionally meeting celebrities, and it's really, really good. I've learned a lot of stuff about cooking from there, and it is just a really fun show because it is just watching two people who don't care if the cameras are on or not. Who are literally only doing it so they can basically expense something they want to be doing anyway. Yeah, I would I would say that's that's fairly accurate. I also quite enjoy John Favreau's willingness to learn in it as well. Yes, he yeah. he really does respect Roy as a uh, as a chef and the um yeah sort of the the back and forth in kind of learning and developing as a chef. Even though it is you know I know he's not going through chef training. Um, is really really quite something to watch yeah so like the podcast version of that would be awesome because <laughs> it would yeah. just be so less kind of cooking show and more them eating while talking to celebrities because of all the guests you've had on that show i mean robert downey jr was on it uh most of the tom most yeah of the avengers were on it <laughs> yeah uh, robert rodriguez yeah rocked up uh, we won't talk about gwyneth paltrow who uh fun fact I was going to pick, for my choice, the Seven True Crime podcast. Nice. But uh, your pun on the previous choice has completely ousted that from my mind. <laughs> so, yeah, so the, the, the non-fiction version of this I would watch. I would listen to a podcast of John and Roy just cooking food and talking to Just people. to go back, you could, have, you could have gone with the Seven podcast still, and it could have been just co-hosted by Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman and then every week you get a different celebrity guest on to guess what's in the box <laughs> well that that's more uh, that's more game shows based <laughs> on uh, movies it's just deal or no deal but one of the op is Gwyneth Paltrow's head <laughs> it's like that was the that was the banker on the phone he's offered you uh, he's offered you a hand he's offered you Jennifer Aniston's elbow <laughs> Well, I don't know. I really decided that <laughs> it was Courtney Cox's knee or nothing. So the actual fictional version of this, the way that I see it, is the film chef is basically following John Favreau's character traveling around America in a food truck with his son. And even in the film, he meets some kind of interesting people that I would want to hear interviews with. So... Gary Clark Jr., the guitarist, rocks up at one point. Yep. Um, and he's been on the Mark Maron podcast, and it's very interesting uh, listening to him. Um, and he also meets Aaron Franklin, who owns uh, Franklin Barbecue in America, who is basically the reason I spent far too much money on a barbecue, because all the brisket I make is after watching videos of him talking about how to make brisket. Yeah, he he does a similar interview in person as he does on the actual chef show uh, on the chef movie, right? Yes, like it's, it's quite similar. Yeah, yeah. So they go. He sell basically sells them brisket, 
Like he's talking through everything. Yeah. And the way I see it, a podcast of them traveling around in a food truck, interviewing people, and then talking to them over a meal would be really, really good. So I've listened to, I think I mentioned it before. So uh, Out to Lunch, the Jay Rayner podcast. Yeah. So Jay Rayner is a food critic. Basically, the idea of his podcast is, yeah, he just takes people out to lunch, sets up a microphone, and they have a conversation over food wherever they are. And Jay Rayner has since been interviewed about the podcast. And he basically says it's crazy how, like, disarming talking over a meal is. Because it's a completely different atmosphere and vibe than a traditional interview. So people kind of let their guard down a lot more than they necessarily would outside of that. So I well, you see the same thing with hot ones, right? Like I, exactly, exactly. The added element that people kind of get a little bit uh, delusional with the spice, but like it's a similar kind of concept. Yeah, exactly that. Um, so I just think it would, it would just be fun. And obviously, in this film, he is a chef who's known for having this violent viral outburst. Yeah. So I just, I just think it would, it would be great. And whether it is him going around interviewing uh, actual celebrities or just people involved in the food industry, I think you would get a lot out of it. And again, like he, the way he talks in Chef is very similar to the Chef Show. It's just this guy who loves cooking and loves food. And then, I mean, fucking hell, if you if you give me a decent meal, I will answer any question you want. That's <laughs> <laughs> so it's a decent meal or sat in a room on your own. Uh, for many hours, that's the two ways to interrogate you. Yes, yeah, oh, we oh, we can cover that now. So I did <laughs> one of the reasons we we had fewer episodes recently than before is in the space of the same two weeks, I had jury duty and moved house. It was fucking horrible. One benefit of it is I read the entirety of Dune. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, but I <laughs> sat literally for four straight days in basically an office building with yeah. with chairs set up like it was a shitty exam. <laughs> As it, It's like I was going to steal the verdict of my neighbour or something. But literally just waiting to go in a court case, that never fucking happened. And yeah, I, I messaged Graham halfway through and it's just like, if I've discovered I could, I think it was, I could never be a spy or I could never be in the yeah. CIA because all you would have to do is sit me down on a chair for six hours and I'd be willing to tell you anything for me to go home. <laughs> so, as you say, either that or or a decent or, a de- or, or both, perhaps. Or both, yeah. I mean, or do you, can you like can you imagine the jury duty experience? So, sitting there listening to, I mean, full insight into how my brain works. Sitting there listening to Viking folk music while reading Dune because it <laughs> kind of goes together. But yeah. can you imagine being stuck in a room that you can't leave and then next door somebody cooking really nice food? Oh, I mean, that is torturous, isn't it? Yeah, like I, I have that problem sometimes with when you're proper slow cooking something Yeah, and the house, so like pulled pork, the house will smell like pulled pork you can't eat for the better part of 12 hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, at least when you're smoking something outside, you have the benefit of, well, I can't really smell this because it's really smoky. But, yeah. 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 Uh, I can't wait to get the barbecue back out. I've decided um, my 
one of my first extravagant purchases in the new house is going to be a big green egg. Oh! Mm. <laughs> I'm very jealous. I really want a green egg. But they're yeah. like a grand and a bit, aren't they? Uh, the small one you can pick up for like uh, 600 and something. Ooh. The large one is 800 and something and the extra large one is 1200 but you kind of that's just the egg so you need to by the time with like the large one the one i'm looking at by the time you've added on the stuff that you need with it it's about 1200 uh yeah there we go so i thought it was more because all of the ones i've seen are big green egg and right all comes with the con Vegator <laughs> and stainless steel grid because they couldn't think of an egg pun around that. No. Yeah, I would. Oh fuck, I would love a big green egg. So for people, I'll let you for people with, who don't, you can play with my big green egg anytime. Yeah. So a big green egg is it's a smoker, basically, right? It's it's a smoker and it's a barbecue. Oh, but it's it's a it's a barbecue designed primarily for smoking. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, and it's one of these um, ceramic ones as well, which is meant to be do something with the heat better than other things. Yeah. I think. And it regulates really well, and you don't have to open it to put more fuel in and things like that. And it's basically my dream. But <laughs> I, I do fine with my Weber. That was a decent. Extravagant purchase for the time. Yeah, it, 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 it it's fine, but yeah, I, I I'd love to make one as well. There's so much I want to do in terms of food, including a conversation we've had before. Put a lamb in a fire in a hole, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Thomas style. Yeah, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna explain that comment anymore. I just want to really confuse people. So, just trust me, that comment made sense. But yeah, I just love the idea of people. I, I love a good long-form interview, for one. Yeah, uh, I love listening to people talk about things that they're passionate about. And I just think he's got kind of the... The film shows he's a people person, so I think he would come across very well. And yeah. it is 100% the kind of podcast I listen to week in, week out anyway. I'm really hungry now. My second choice. Uh, I'm going to delve into the world of fantasy sports podcasts interesting and originally i thought i was gonna go with champ kind from uh nice. anchorman but then realized you probably like given his approach to most things it probably wouldn't be that useful as a fantasy podcast and therefore after some time you're probably gonna lose out on there being much value or any listeners yeah so I thought, okay, who is going to be best placed to host such a podcast? Who's gonna, who knows the intricacies of statistical sports analysis better than anyone? And of course, it is Billy Bean from Moneyball. Um, Brad Pitt's obviously portrayal of him. So B Billy Bean is the real guy. Yeah, and then Jonah Hill's character is the amalgamation of a couple or something like that. Yeah, or as far as I based can on tell. one guy, but a fake name or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Fantasy sports. Um, obviously, there's a lot of podcasts out there that there's. I don't know. I think there's there's varying. I I've, I've given full disclosure. I've given up listening to any kind of fantasy sports podcast because I've been winning um, anyway. My team is stacked. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, there is that, and there is also the fact that there's. 
as many times as you listen to a person's opinion on a fantasy sports podcast that they're right, they're probably equally wrong. And I, I, I think, you know, a lot of these people are, you know, amateurs. They've kind of have a love for the... Love if, for the even if they aren't amateurs, it is an entire industry built around guessing. Yeah, there is that too. <laughs> However, if we're going to go to anyone... Let's go to someone who basically, you know, turned an entire failing franchise around based on statistics. Um, I think I would put my trust in him more than, um, more than, let's say, the fantasy footballers. Yeah, no, I like it. I, I mainly listen to fantasy sport podcasts in the run up to the draft yeah. to give me an idea of kind of what's happening. Um, but then during the season, I don't have the time to listen to an hour podcast a day for yeah. six out of seven mm. days i i it was a lot easier when i wasn't working from home yeah there there is that yeah because you just you, i used to chuck it on on the commute yeah but yeah i don't know there is there is an element of it that is um yeah I, I, the other thing is and this is a, this is a slight detriment to anything like this the minute a bunch of people start listening to the same podcast it has a you know a certain impact on that uh, a shared league that everyone. Well, we're going in. we're we're going deep into it, uh, deep into fantasy sport. So we apologise. Do we need a fantasy fantasy football jingle? Uh Ian, if there's an excuse for a jingle, we should take it. Uh, Ian, Ian and Graham talk fantasy. What should what should we do? Um, it's time for sports of the fantasy variety. Yes, let's score some sport points. There we go. I'll, I'll, I'll put something together. I'm going to delve into the world of fantasy sports. Of the fantasy variety. It's time for sports. Of the fantasy variety. Yes, let's score some sport points. Of the fantasy variety. Excellent. But yeah, so... Do you remember when Sleeper was a news notification app? I do, and... That was great until people everybody started it. using it. Yeah, <laughs> so it it was an app that was just designed to send. It would send you breaking news alerts about sports people, and nobody wanted to. Like, I'm surprised it got big just because it was such like a well kept secret. I'm surprised word of mouth happened. I think because like, I was I, I think... was distraught when it got out to everyone else that it was a thing. Yeah, same. I think. A lot of I kind of discovered it through um, like word of mouth, but like between leagues. Yeah. So I'm like um, like the Reddit fantasy football leagues yes. and stuff like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's kind of where I found it first because obviously a lot of people on there are talking. But then also I would I would find a lot of stuff out on. So my I I picked up Odell Beckham Jr. in his first year before he went off, and he basically won me the league that year. And that was all because of this really long post on Reddit yeah. that someone had analysed. And it might have been bullshit and it might have just been lucky, but I picked, it up, picked him up as a result of that and went on to, he went on to help me win. And I couldn't tell anyone that that's what I did <laughs> because I didn't want anyone to know that there was a really good resource in yeah. Yeah. our slash NFL, fantasy NFL. So uh, so yeah, it's it's a weird one because... If you want to promote something like this outside of like a good league platform, which Sleeper has now become, yeah, it's difficult to like, you know, no one's going to, you're not going to turn around to someone you're competing against and say, oh yeah, you should really listen to this thing or you should really like uh, subscribe to this uh, app or whatever it might be because like you're not going to give anyone the competitive edge. But it's, it's always funny then when 
So like somebody picks a player up and you're just yeah. like, you listen to the same podcast I do, don't you? So <laughs> like, that's why, yeah. or, or take someone earlier in the draft than they should. It's just like, I know why you've done this. And fuck you, sir. And fuck you, sir. Um, but yeah, look, I think, um, I think one thing that these kind of fantasy sports podcasts are missing is someone who is, um, who does have this level of pedigree who can take the stats and turn them into turn them into a positive outcome and Billy Bean's the guy. And I guess, similar to your previous um, thing, you could have it fictionally in that he got fed up of, you know, taking the Oakland days to um, championships and things and just decided to do a podcast and make a load of money from it. But it could be the real Billy Bean in real life could do it as well. Because he is a person. I'm just going to stop that section there because I find that <laughs> I find that such a funny way to sum up the point. Because in the end of the day, he is a person. He is a person. He is a person. Yeah, no, I, not I, a bean. He's a person. I, li- I like that. So, in he could. To be fair, we could have our own three bean podcast on here: Billy Bean, Sean Bean, and Mister Bean. I like it. I like it. So if Again, this is kind of ruining a future idea for an episode we could have done. But if you could be in a fantasy league with a fictional person, with a fictional person, who would, okay. so so which movie character would you want to be in a fantasy league with? Oh, that's a good question. Um, my 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 answer: the Fellowship, because then it truly would be a fantasy league. Your choice. <laughs> Um, oh, I don't know. You've just ruined it. Um, that, was, that was funny. I, I mean, the obvious answer is is Taco from the league because you know, but he's obviously not a movie character. Um, also, for, for I, comic effect, he does win. True. Yeah. This is very true. Um, uh. I forget the character's name, which is annoying, but uh, the water boy from the water boy. Oh, you mean Bobby Boucher? There we go. Yeah, I'd, who I would also listen to a podcast of, to be fair. Yeah. Like Bo- Bobby <laughs> Boucher summing up college football or something. Yeah. Okay, B- Billy Bean and Bobby Boucher, the, the, the four Bs. All the Bs. All the Bs. N- Nicholas Cage won't be listening. Ah, yeah. oh, the Bs! The Bs! That, that'll be the name of the podcast. Done. <laughs> Sorted. <laughs> on to the next one. Done, done. On to the next one. Done, done. And I'm on to the next one. That's about uh, oral sex, right? Uh, oh, I don't know. It's not a joke. Fairly sure it is. I, I believe yep. you. No, now you know it, listen to the song, and it is ruined. <laughs> Uh, final choice? My final choice, at least. So, yeah. we're entering uh, We're entering the world... Well, we're not entering. We are remaining in the world of long-form interviews. So, for me, again, like we, we've already kind of mentioned a load of them, so I won't go back through them again, but I really enjoy the long-form, just hour-long conversation with people. They're a really good podcast to kind of drop in and out of i think like i think you said the uh, scroobius pips earlier like i i love it but i don't listen to every episode i'll listen to it when it's a guest or a, a subject that i'm interested in and i would i would say the majority of the podcasts i listen to fall into that 
category. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I think the first podcast I properly started listening to was what at the time was the Nerdist oh, yeah. podcast. And that was just that. It was just the host talking to celebrities each episode. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of my first... I'd, I would say the closest you have to the vibe of a podcast like that on TV is Graham Norton. Right. Because sure it's an interview but it's more it is more conversational it's more about them having fun in the moment i think that's why so many people enjoy going on his show but i was trying to think then like who who would be good interviewers in a situation mm-hmm. like that so to go against how these podcasts usually work uh we're going for a duo so okay this is going to be bill and ted's excellent podcast Nice. So this is going to be Bill and Ted interviewing people. And the benefit of having Bill and Ted doing a podcast is obviously they have access to a time machine. So that means this is going to be a long form interview podcast with literally any guest you fucking want from any point in human existence. So just out of people who have appeared or character, well, yeah, people who have appeared in the three films could all be kind of potential guests. So you have Napoleon, Billy the Kid, Socrates, Sigmund Freud, Genghis Khan, Joan of Arc, Abraham Lincoln, Beethoven, uh, from the future, the three most important people in the world. Yeah. Death, Satan. Uh, this isn't me listing the most important <laughs> people in the world. Death, Satan, and the Easter Bunny. Fair play. Uh, yeah. Station. So, you know, you get some aliens in there. Uh, Dave Grohl. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, Louis Armstrong, and Mozart. So that's that's your season one done. Just uh, interviews with all of them. Uh, and again, because like I feel like Bill and Ted might have a little bit of like a Louis Theroux aspect to them, in that not only generally are you a bit disarmed by a more conversational interview anyway, but also I feel like you would open up to Bill and Ted because they are kind of so friendly and also a little bit super. Yeah. Yeah, it's the disarming. I guess it's the um, not that Louis through is stupid at all, but he he he's good at coming across as naive. Absolutely, he's got a very good interview yeah. technique where he kind of um, yeah, as you say, is quite naive, and he does a really good, a really interesting thing. I think he mentions it in one of his books, but he will stay quiet a little bit longer than is comfortable. Yes, yeah. So they feel the need to feel the silence with more information sasha baron cohen does quite similar when he's i think it's how he gets people to say stuff again because if there's silence you you have to fill the silence it's a wanky sales technique i've been told but yeah so i was thinking about other guests you could potentially have on there yeah this is edging slightly towards I have a history degree section. The Ian Harry's history section. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Oh, God. But we're going to go through it anyway. Blackbeard. I want an interview with a pirate. Mm -hmm. Find out what's going on there. You wouldn't download Um, an interview with a pirate. (laughs) Yeah. You wouldn't steal a policeman's hat. You wouldn't download a car. Was it that that the music on those adverts was illegally acquired? Really? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I don't think they got the right license That's for brilliant. it. So I'm fairly sure those licenses had pirated Wonderful. music. Rasputin. 
So Russia's greatest love machine. Ra, ra, Rasputin. I really want to have been in the... Well, we'll put Boney M on the list as well, so we can get these answers. I really want to have been in the room where one of them decided... It's like, hey guys, I've got a great subject for a disco song. And it's like, do you guys know who Rasputin is? He was... Anyone? Guys? Why are you leaving? Oh. <laughs> I, I, just to just to be the given the history jingle quotes in yeah. uh, John F. Kennedy. Yeah, I feel like that's a thing you'd have to do. Uh, Nicholas Cage, mm-hmm. because we can also go into the future. I want Ellis Jenkins from 2023, who is going to have just captained Wales to a Rugby World Cup victory, <laughs> and <laughs> I was going to try and do a Viking Super Bowl thing, but honestly. I'm just kind of acknowledging that's probably not going to be a thing. Uh, it, how how um, sad who would does you it want make to... you that the Bengals got to the Super Bowl before the Vikings? Uh, since since I've been following yeah. them, very sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not been it's not been a great year for sport for me. No. to be honest, uh, Wales are rebuilding in a sport where rebuilding isn't really a thing. Scarlets are well. Scarlets are doing so, or regional rugby in general in Wales is doing so bad. People are wondering whether regional rugby as a thing works. Right. Okay. Like we're, uh, it's it's a bit of a dire dire sporting year for me. Usually, at least one of the teams I follow does well, and this year it is across the board. Even my fucking fantasy teams, the fantasy like <laughs> even the fictional sport teams I follow. Haven't done particularly great. Who would you want to have uh, if you could get any guests for Bill and Ted's excellent podcast? Who would you want to appear? Um, apart from very meta, because this is already a meta episode. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves, uh, obviously. Um, I would go um, probably the trio of musicians that I never got to see live, especially given as um, uh, Bill and Ted's like their music. Um, I say the trio. There's a lot of musicians I've not seen live. The trio that I had that I didn't get to see live because they died before I was the able BGs. to, uh, and that would be Freddie Mercury, Prince, and David Bowie, and probably at this rate Elton John. Well, I know I still I I have seen <laughs> Elton John. I've seen him before. So oh, okay, okay, it's okay. That, that was that was that was a joke. Uh, yeah, that was a joke about Graham having bought tickets four years ago. By by the time I see him. In 2023, it'll be four years since I purchased the tickets, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that was a joke about that, not about <laughs> us knowing something about Elton John that other people don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, think that's a, I think that's a good shout. I would, D- David Bowie was definitely a, a prominent one for me. But then you could also have, like, you know, first person on Mars. Yeah. Like... You know, there's a lot of last person you, you, on Earth. I mean, you've, you've already said David Bowie, and I don't know what... Hey! I like, I like, I like that. But yeah, I, I just don't... It's... Like I said, it's the kind of podcast I listen to, and just kind of the the possibilities for it are literally endless. Yeah. You could even have them interview Bill and Ted. Yeah. Um... And as we've, we, we've mentioned this before, uh, I believe we had this conversation while in the queue for Last Night at Soho, which had a great Q&A from Edgar mm. Wright, because let's drop that in. Why not? Face the Music, I am having a bit of... So Bill and Ted 3, which is Bill and Ted Face the Music, I am having a little bit of a 
what I have now come to refer to as a showgirls moment. The showgirls renaissance. The showgirls renaissance. So when I watched Bill and Ted face the music, Graham and I, or what was it referred to as the most okay movie ever? I would ever? say it's the most, yeah, it's the most two and a half star movie of all time. It's the okayest movie ever. It is average cinema personified. And I, I, I agreed. I thought it was, there was nothing wrong. The, the best way to describe it is there was nothing wrong There's with it. There's nothing wrong with it. And it also was whelming. It was whelming. Yeah, it, was, but, it was not underwhelming. It was not overwhelming. It whelmed me. It whelmed the cockles yeah, of my heart. Whelmed the cockles. Um, yeah, and then I watched it again. I don't know if it was because I was having a bad day or a bad week in a bad month or something like that. But, like, the positivity about it all came out, like, kind of like Ted Lasso-ish came out a bit more. And I can't stop thinking about it now. And it's really, really weird. Yeah. Like every day, I just think, you know what? It was right. It was actually really good. I'll take your word for it. I'm I, I'm not in a rush to watch it again. It was fine. That's fair. It was fine. Yeah, it was. Sam Weaving's great. The girl from Stranger Things. Is it Stranger Things? No, the girl from um, Atypical is great. Whelmed. Yeah, I just yeah, it works. And like I said, there is. I, I think as interviewers, they would be good as well. I think they have obviously have a good chemistry together. And it doesn't even have to just be musicians. Like I said, it can be any fucking person from history. They've already got a good, good connections in place. Yeah. And yeah, past, present, future. Bill and Ted have it fucking covered. Nice. Fucking nice. Fucking nice, mate. Love it. Nice. Love it. Love it, you slag. Fucking, fucking Bill and Ted. Fuckers. Uh, and your final choice, sir. My final choice. So I am going into. Oh, actually, before before you do that, yes, Billy Beans podcast. What's it called? Or are you just going to call it Bean Salad? Um, I'm going to call it uh, Fantasy Ball. <laughs> Fantasy Ball. The um, Fantasy Variety. Oh, buy the money balls. Nice. I like that. Not sure. We'll go with okay. that. Buy the money balls. We will. Uh, we'll we'll circle back. Circle back. The blue sky thinking, then we'll circle back. Um, so, <laughs> my um, my final podcast is going to be there's there's layers upon layers here, and I think you'll appreciate them. We're going to go with a real a podcast that is an in depth look about how cinema is made, but it's an in depth look about how. Cinema is made when that cinema is an in-depth look about a movie being made about how a book is made into a movie. We are, of course, talking about the adaptation podcast. <laughs> um, so nice. adaptation is the movie of the of Charlie Kaufman trying to make uh, The Orchid Thief into a movie. It stars Nicolas Cage as both Charlie and Donald Kaufman. Yeah. And it is... A thing of beauty. It's a great, great movie, and I want to take those two as co-hosts of the adaptation podcast, and they are going to do a podcast about adapting the film adaptation into a podcast. Um, so, like a serialized version of the film of the book. It's Nicolas Cage. It's meta. You have to choose it in the top three at the end. I take no further questions. <laughs> I was I was very close to doing Nicolas Cage. 
but that, that sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was very, I was very close to picking a Nicolas Cage film for one of my yeah. choices, but I decided not to because I talk about it every. <laughs> so I was going to do the Benjamin Franklin Gates podcast, right? So the National Treasure yeah. podcast, which is just him talking about random history shit, nice. but then how there's a treasure under it. <laughs> there's always a treasure. So anything, yeah. Turns out there's a shopping list on the back of the Magna Carta. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, uh, just just like I mentioned how uh, Three Bean Salad and uh, the movie Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes were designed specifically mm. for me, I feel like you're gaming the system. Absolutely. Because uh, sh- shamelessly, <laughs> you, you so. know, you know, <laughs> you know, you know full well that, like, like a very bad onion, I am predominantly one. <laughs> <laughs> that was very murder and successful. There, I like it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's out s- tomorrow, soon? this week. Fuck, tomorrow. first of Feb. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I don't have a lot of hope anymore. I don't know. I'm Main- reserving judgment. mainly because. Th- but they're not celebrities. Oh, as in, well, they're celebrities that are uh, well, safe yeah, in part. But yeah, but it's not set in a town of no. celebrities, and that was kind of my main thing. Well, it's about in, it it's in like. Murderville, so perhaps it's just um, murderers. It's like Ted, Ted, I was going to say Ted Danson. Ted Danson's not a murderer at all. <laughs> <laughs> that we know, wait, no, that's not. Uh, Ted, what's his name? Bundy. Bundy. <laughs> yeah, not Ted Danson. That would be a weird thing too, you know. Ted, Ted, say what you want about Ted Bundy, but he was great. In the good <laughs> <place>. <laughs> yeah, Christ. Um, okay, yeah. So, um, well, Christ also could be a guest on the Bill and Ted. He could, podcast. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so a- a- adaptation yeah. is so they have been told that they have to adapt the Orchid Thief movie, or no, adapt adaptation yeah. into a yeah. podcast, and then he hands in a podcast about them adapting a movie that was about them adapting exactly that i like it i'm assuming season two is going to be about them making the podcast which is about them yeah making or maybe the they make the film of the it. podcast so it just goes back into full circle until it becomes a book of the film of the podcast of the film of the book okay and then once they've done that yeah the world ends yeah and we just re we just rebuild we just from start scratch. that's that's basically we, you know we're going on a cyclical um route as well so yeah, that's that. And obviously it's gonna be called Podaptation. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> You're good at this, man. <laughs> uh, I'm a little too happy with it. You should be, but but what I also like is uh so out of all like I think we've got some decent named podcasts so far. Yeah. Hannibal's lectures is arguably the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> Bill and Ted's excellent podcast, vote yeah. for dynamite. Podaptation, and all we could think of was the podcast nobody asked for. Yeah, this is <laughs> uh, maybe we should have given it more thought. Maybe we should do a rebrand. Who knows? A rebrand, but then what? Just go back through all the previous episodes, just putting just, the uh, just say it normally. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. We'll just call it the podcast. The podcast, because yeah. that, that's how wanky things rebrand, right? This is true. Yeah, just to that's like the new scream, isn't it? Scream. Um, but yeah, podaptation. Yeah, it works. I like it. So that was the podcast. 
of podcasts. The podcasts of podcasts. Podception. Podception, which also could have been uh, a podcast, to be fair. So out of your three choices, mm. what's the top three of top your three? three? Of my three. So third place, whilst I think he would offer some great fantasy advice, I think we're going to put Billy Bean's Fantasy Sports Pod in third place. Closely followed in second place by Podaptation. And then the fantastically named Hannibal's Lectures uh, at number one. <laughs> yeah, I still, I still can't get over the, the sheer strength of that pun. Again, Hannibal's Lectures was such a good pun, it has kicked one of my choices out <laughs> from, from the episode entirely. So, sorry, Morgan Freeman. So, out, out of my choices, uh, it's a, it is a tough yep. one. Uh, I think, number three, I'm going uh, Vote for Dynamite, the Napoleon Dynamite podcast. Yep. Number Well, actually, yeah, just re- basically the order I said them in. <laughs> uh, vote, vote for Dynamite, number three. The Chef podcast, number two. Uh, I would also be open to that just being uh, an actual podcast called The Chef Podcast, which is just John Favreau. Yeah. And then number one, Bill and Ted's Excellent Podcast, because I think it has too much potential to uh, not be a thing, while also fitting perfectly into what I like a podcast to be, you know? It, it just seems to work. Mm. So that then brings us nicely onto the podcast Nobody Asked For's top yes. three. What do you think the final top three would be? Again, I, I think you've, um, for want of a better word, got me over a barrel with this one. <laughs> because, again, I, I feel like you've uh, you've pitched this... I've, I've gamed the system of You've I? pitched your podcasts to me, yeah. and I have pitched my podcasts to me. Uh, this will teach you for being a selfish prick, Ian. Well, I, sh- I, sh- I should have. I should have tried to figure out. Uh, maybe I don't know. Tar- Taron Egerton's Elton John doing a Watford podcast. I mean, should have been uh, right up there. Should should have figured it out. <laughs> um, so I think I would go. I would go Hannibal's lectures. I would go uh, pod adaptation, and then I actually prefer the chef one to the Bill and Ted one. So I would personally take that in third. But yeah. I think just because I love John Favreau so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, not not to not to get too. Uh, if if the episode was like actors or things like that, like basically just the non-fiction version of the episode we just did, I would definitely want the Chef podcast. But I think I like if you gave me the choice of like an in-universe one with the character. And the choice of just the chef podcast with John Favreau. I think I would pick the latter. Yeah, okay. So, but Bill and Ted, that's not necessarily going to work with. I mean, I would listen to an interview podcast of Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter interviewing people, but without the time machine aspect of it, that's just them interviewing people. Yeah, and everyone's going to be like, Alex, how do you feel about not aging as gracefully as Keanu? Yeah. Well, I mean, we could do it like the, uh, not, not again, not. A phrase we're using quite regularly now, and possibly for the third time this episode, uh, not to get too political or anything, but they could do it like that GB News Winston Churchill thing, <laughs> which I still I still can't wrap my head around at all. Oh God! Do you do you want to, do you want to explain the clip that you sent out? I don't know that I can. Basically, or sent out that that you shared because <laughs> that made it sound like you had something. Yeah, to Yeah, I'm with not it. commissioning anything for GB News. <laughs> Let's get that out there straight away. Essentially, it was posted by the Accidental Partridge Twitter account, and it was two uh, people at GB News, which is essentially like our super budget version of Fox News in the UK, 
interviewing a Winston Churchill impersonator whose name is Win Stan because his actual name is Stan. <laughs> um, and um, but they were interviewing him as if he was actually Winston Churchill, and it was really. <laughs> It was odd. It was so bizarre. Yeah, for the first... It was a very long two seconds that I watched. Yeah. Because for a brief moment, I thought, oh, God, this is hilarious. And then I realised, wait, no, it's not. This is deeply depressing. <laughs> but, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter to do a podcast of them interviewing fake historical figures. It, it needs to be Bill and Ted, and it needs to be a time machine. Yeah. So that, that, that's why I'm saying... That that that's personally why I've put Bill and Ted over the Chef Show. Okay. That and I like history and shit. <laughs> yeah. But I also like food and shit. It's a tough one. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy with it going third because again, <laughs> Hannibal's lecture, Hannibal's lectures is arguably the best thing you've ever said. I'm just going on my uh my CV. That is. Yeah, and then pod adaptation is two Nicholas Cage's. Yeah. So. Can't really go wrong with and that. And extremely meta. And will lead to a, a, a movie about the podcast. Uh, sorry, a book about the movie about uh, the podcast about the movie about the book. Yeah, a meta podcast with Nicolas Cage really is really is my bag. But okay, all right, I'm fine with that. We can, we can lock that in. Are we locking in? Locking in. Locked. You need that. That uh, needs a... Uh, that needs a, a jingle, jingle as well. The lock it, in I think jingle. it just needs to be... You know, like the, the sound of like an airlock and just then someone... <laughs> That's that. That is exactly what I was imagining. An airlock noise, and then <laughs> locked in. Locked in. Yeah, that works. Okay, all right. So, the podcast nobody asks for's top three movie characters who should start a podcast. Uh, in number three, we have Bill and Ted, who will be doing Bill and Ted's excellent podcast. Uh, number two, we have Charlie and Donald Kaufman from Adaptation doing pod adaptation and number one we have hannibal lecter's hannibal's lectures <laughs> which again bravo sir bravo thank you uh if if you agree with our choices if there's any other movie characters you would want to see create a podcast you can find us on instagram at the podcast nobody asked for and you can also find us on patreon where you become a friend of our podcast which will help us, I don't know, what, what's the next step from there? Us become movie characters? I don't know how to do that. But basically, we love you guys and it's great. Yeah. Um, and if you have any great movie-based podcast puns that we managed to completely miss out on, tell us at Twitter. At Twitter? On Twitter. On Twitter, at Nobody Asked For Pod with the number four. You can find us there on Facebook as well. And we have a website that is uh, podcastnobodyaskedfor.co.uk with all of the links to the wonderful things that you need to know about the podcast. <laughs> and uh, remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcast or Podchaser or Spotify. And in your review, put any future episode ideas you may have and we will do our favourite ones. So that is that is our podcast on podcasts. It is. And if you leave us a review by skywriting, we will definitely do it. Not even if it's a favourite one, we'll definitely do it. Um, just tell us where you're going to write it in the sky. That's uh, the, the, the problem with that is skywriting sounds like an app. <laughs> no, no, I mean a literal plane and the gas canister thing on the back. 
Yeah, but can you imagine if it was an app and they thought you meant the other one? <laughs> just spent all this so, money. Guys, yeah, we, we appreciate it, but it, it's just an app. But yeah, buy a plane. Buy a plane. Fantasy variety.